This is Two Beers in a Pod. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Seth. And welcome to the show. Here, two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it. Discussing anything from the best beer, grooming tips, or the best way to stay trendy. But mostly, it's two friends just having a good time. So kick back and enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Chase. I'm Seth. And welcome to the show. So thank you for joining us on this beautiful day of September 25th, 2020. Uh, we actually both had pretty extraordinary weekends. Uh, I went to Galveston and went down there, um, you know, and just kind of hit the beach. The weather stayed pretty nice. Uh, what What did you do, Seth? Oh, man, I'll, I'll be honest. It was my first time to West Virginia this weekend. Went white water rafting with my cousins. It was, it was, a, oh. it was a fun time, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Did y'all have like a – did y'all have a guide? Dude, I would not – do that like without a guide in all honesty <laughs> like we like I didn't know what I was getting myself into when I signed up for this it's like it was just one of those things where it's like my cousin was just like my cousin Bill was like hey you want to go white watering ra- white water rafting with us and I was like yeah you know that sounds fun like I've never gone like I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> but no I, yeah. I had a great time uh, it was real fun like that the course we took, we took the same course twice in the same day, and and all and all together, it had uh, ten class five rapids. So, uh, oh wow! Yeah. Now that's that's as high as it gets, right? Apparently, class five. Yeah, apparently, yeah, because like apparently there's a class six, but that's like I guess a waterfall. Like I I don't know. I'm not an expert on this. <laughs> it was just crazy. Okay. Like you saw the picture I sent you. That was <laughs> Yeah. I was gonna say that that picture you sent me was insane. You were all in the front, like taking a like a wave straight to the face. Like... Yeah. <laughs> in all honesty, we flipped the raft that time. <laughs> oh no. It was pretty funny. But um was the water like cold or whatever? You know, I thought it was gonna be colder than it was. Uh, apparently, because like the way they get their water, like they only do this white water rafting trip in uh, that part of the gorge. I think okay. it's like six times a year because all the water comes from this dam. So they only do this trip oh. when they they're, you know, taking out water from the the reservoir from that lake. Okay. So it was, I don't know. It was it was a cool experience, and apparently you can go back when. The water is not so high and see all these rock formations, but it, it was a great time. That's awesome. Uh, so how much, like, how much did that run you? Like, how much did that cost? Uh, I I have no idea. I kept trying to ask my cousin, like, hey, you know, how much do, do I owe you? He, he paid for the whole thing. So I, it, it, was, oh, okay. it was a pretty great experience overall. But we started out, like, <laughs> at like, six in the morning we got there. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's that's awesome, dude. That almost like makes it to where I don't want to tell you about my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Like I want to hear about Galveston cuz like 
I that's the one regret for me living in Texas that I didn't go to Galveston. Yeah, no, for sure. So, you know, when I was a kid, um, we used to travel down there a lot. And, you know, because I actually lived in Houston. And so, you know, it was um, what I expected Galveston to be and what it was were two different things. Because uh, Galveston used to be really dirty. Really? Just the beach. The be- yeah, the beaches were like real trashed out. I mean, literally, you could be in the water swimming and you could feel something like brush your leg. And you're like, oh, my God, it's a shark. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no, wait, it's a trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like someone's dirty old underwear and you just brushed up against your leg or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real. So, I mean, it used to be, like, really, really crazy. Um, but, you know, I was talking to some of the locals down there, and they were saying that the last, like, several, several years, you know, Galveston's, like, really, like, taken, uh, you know, spearheaded kind of, like, like it's preserving, you know, the area or whatever, cleaning it up. So it's really been going undergo a change, kind of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, the – it was – I mean, it was awesome. It was awesome to be down there. Uh, I had an amazing time. And, you know, Hurricane Beta was supposed to hit uh, – and it did, but it, it, it actually – so how it went down was, you know, a few days prior to us deciding to go, because it was like a spur of the moment trip. Right. And um, a few days before, we were like, oh, great. The weather's going to be perfect. It's going to be 80 degrees. It's going to be sunny the whole time, a whole weekend or whatever. Uh, and then we go to check the, the weather Friday morning, you know, before we leave. And it's supposed to be 80 degrees, sunny Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's supposed to rain. We're like, oh no, like, like this was the wrong you know, weekend. We got, <laughs> yeah, and when we got down there, because by the time we got down there, the only thing we had time to do really was check in where we were going to stay, and then you know, like walk the beach a little bit, and then go get dinner, hang out, whatever, right. you know, whatever we do, and then go to bed, you know, for tomorrow. Right. So we were like, really, like, you know, okay, how's this going to turn out? And it actually being, ended up being like a beautiful day Saturday. Uh, we went down to uh, Moody Gardens. Okay. And there's several, I think there's three exhibits. Uh, that two of them I know for sure. One is an aquarium and one is a like bird Oh, kind of like, like a bird sanctuary type deal where it's like yeah. you walk in and the birds can like fly around you. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know exactly because we didn't go in there. Mel's like terrified of birds, so <laughs> she's like, she, I guess she had like a really bad experience as a kid. Um, so, but yeah, she uh, she's terrified of birds. So no, we didn't do the the bird thing. But yeah, we got to go in the aquarium and it was cool, but it was kind of like a bummer too because some of the stuff was closed. Some of the like. Um, petting exhibits like where you could touch the jellyfish or you could touch the stingrays or whatever those were all like closed or whatever oh, that's a bummer that, uh, those are kind of like the best ones too where you're like yeah i was really like kind of looking forward to like petting some some stingrays and they're like really cool to like play with i could definitely see myself like owning one 
Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> like, like if I if I had like a ton of money, like I would totally own a stingray. <laughs> like you know, if I was like an evil villain, you know, people always talk about like sharks with laser beams. No, no, I want a stingray. I want the animal yeah. that took out Steve Irwin. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. I want I want the manslayer. <laughs> manslayer. Yeah. But, but no, it was cool, man. Um and then we got down there and like so okay. <laughs> so you know me. Like I'm a very simple person. But also too, like when I get something in my head, like it's gonna happen. Oh yeah. So I wanted to I wanted to fly a kite, right? I was like, I was like hell bent on flying a kite on the beach. I mean, I know it sounds so silly, but like it to me, it's the simple things. Like I've always enjoyed it as a kid. Like I know I'm 35, but let's be honest, I'm just a giant child. Yeah, you're kind of a man child, man. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, it's fine though, man. Like, yeah. So, anyway, so we're looking for kites, and I'm like at walmart and they're like oh no we you know we don't have any i'm like what kind of stupid walmart doesn't have kites like <laughs> the one in Dallas i was like getting angry <laughs> yeah and so there was this place called um oh man what was it called magnificent kites or something like that it, but that's all they sold was kites um and you go in there and i mean they had this one kite it was literally a fighter jet like 3d model of a fighter jet uh i mean i think it was like 300 dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well geez that's so rolls royce of kite you know <laughs> yeah so like i got a really cool kite it was like this really tough like uh nylon or whatever oh, okay and i mean and then i got like a extra spool like a 500 yards or whatever And I mean, I spent, you know, $26. So, you know, ultimately that's the cheapest kite that you could get there was $20. Like (laughs) that gives you perspective. That's kind of crazy. Cause like, I remember when I was a kid, like you'd get like a $2 Power Rangers kite from like, you know, the pharmacy. It'd be made of plastic, the whole thing. It'd be caught in a tree, like at the end of the day. Like unflyable <laughs> at all, just like and you're like part of the tree. Yeah, it's part of the tree now. Like you can't get it back. It's already like you know stabbed through a branch on the tree. Right, right. Like you're not gonna see that no, thing I mean, fall. Yeah, no, for sure. And the, see, but that's the thing though. They they had one kite in, or like one or two kites that were like those. But I mean, this thing is like legit. I mean, it even came with like a reusable carrying case where you fold it all down and then you slip slip it into like a sleeve. Oh, that's perfect. I mean, it's nice. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's something that you like. Oh, fly kites? Do you? Yeah. <laughs> let me let me show you. <laughs> like the guy that shows up to like the bar with his own pool stick, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know the guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's me. Yeah. That's me. As you know. I had my I, I had my own pool cue. Yeah. Um No, but I, I, I used to shoot league. Oh yeah, that's so, right. That's right. I forget about that sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, like I was I mean, I was I wasn't like trying to go to Vegas or anything like that, but 
you know, I, I take it serious. You know what I mean? And I still have a pretty good shot, I think. Uh, it's just like, it was very, very time consuming. I mean, I think, you know, cause you, it, it was one of those things like you ultimately you're playing for money. Right. Because, you know, at the end of it, at the end of it, uh, the winning team got, you know, you know, a portion of the money that was put in or whatever. Okay. Uh, that, so that seems like a like a skill you got to practice like all the time though. It seems like like you have to get yeah. From so just play pool. Yeah. So like so it was when I was living in Georgia, and yeah, that's like all I did, and you know. It was it was a good time, but I'm gonna actually get it. I'm gonna tell you about that more after we come back from a break. All right, all right. So we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back. To Two beers in a pod. So before the break, we were talking about how I used to shoot pool league, and. Seth was, you know, pretty much asking about, you know, time that it took to do that. And yeah, man, pretty much, um, you know, at lunch, because like I said, I was, I was living in Georgia. Right. And so on my lunch breaks, I would go to the pool hall and because you could shoot, uh, you get a free hour of pool with your lunch. Really? I mean, yeah. And so the food was good there. You know what right. I mean? So literally, like, I would haul hightail it over to the the pool hall, and I would order lunch, and I'd take my top off, and I'd get to work, and I'd start like practicing shots, and practicing my cuts, and practicing my banks, and I'd be like, literally, there's drills you can run um, to like help you learn like techniques and stuff, like how to draw the ball back, and right, right. If I hit this ball at this angle. And I want to put, and I have this shot. How how do I set up for it or whatever? Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. hours and hours and hours at the pool hall. I mean, I'll be honest, man. There were times. The like, image I'm pulling up right now is like Kansas City Chase hustling, hustling pool <laughs> during lunch hours. I got a cigarette in the mouth, pretending like you're not that good, and just stealing <laughs> all the kids' lunch money. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. No, it was a it was a good time, dude. Like, but I mean, there were times where you know the like a, the pool hall. I would literally stay there all day and all night. Like, I'd be there when it would open, and I would get lunch, and I would play, and then, you know, I would sit there and like watch TV or whatever. I'd like watch a game, right? Uh. I was up there on Sundays, like, because they would, you, if you got there first, you got to pick a TV. I mean, there was several TVs to pick right. from, but you got to pick a, you got to pick the TV you wanted. So I always got the best TV, uh, which was like right there off the back wall. There was a corner booth and then there's literally a pool table right there. So it was all like tucked up in the corner. So yeah, yeah I had to set up. Yeah, man. that almost sounds like you should have <laughs> been like renting a room, like right above, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you right now, if that place rented rooms above it, I would probably do it. 
<laughs> that's how much time. That's how much time I I spent there. But I mean, it was one of those things. Like, it was one of those things where, um, it was you know, like I said, there was a means to the end. You know, I was practicing that much so we could win league. And the first, because I did it for two years, right? Uh, and the first year my team won, I actually took some of my winnings and bought myself my first pool cue and case. Okay. So, because I was shooting with like a, a house stick the whole time. And I'm telling you right now, dude, like the response that you get from a ball using like uh, a name brand cue is night and day compared to like a house cue. I, I can kind of see that. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, like, I, I always compare that kind of stuff to it's like, you know, when you're bowling and like you got the people that will, mm-hmm. they, they prefer using like the house balls, but you know, they'll bring their own shoes or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I always feel like some things are just tradition. Like, I I don't know how much like how much how much does like a cue cost? Um, well, it really depends. I mean, it really depends. Like, the brand that I will live and 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 breathe by is fifty two eighty. Okay. Um. I love their cues. The some of the design, the artwork that's coming out of them, you know what I mean. Right. Uh, the response that I got from the ball, uh, you know, the various weights and sizes and stuff. I mean, just a variety. Um, and so, just to kind of put it in, put it in perspective, uh, my first fifty two eighty that I bought was a brake slash jump stick, and that was one hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. So, and that's, that's the low end. Right. So, so I did from like 150 to, you know, I, I imagine they probably, do they go up to like a thousand dollars? I imagine. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. There's some, there's some sticks that are like upwards, like eight, $900 for just a pull cue. I mean, you're not even getting a case or gloves at this point. Like you're just, buying the stick that's, that's that's crazy like i'm picturing like the stick that's like a thousand dollars is like out of made out of like pure ivory or something you know <laughs> <laughs> no i mean that's the thing though they're all like wooden like it was just some i just feel like some like some brands you were paying for the brand oh yeah you oh, know I, I think that's true with a lot of things too though it's I don't know, like, I, I bought, like, one pair of bowling shoes in my life because I thought I would get real into bowling. But mm-hmm. I was kind of broke, so I bought, like, the cheapest pair they had, but they were still Brunswick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still only wore those my, things, like, uh, white. My... <laughs> rather use, rather use the, the really? white shoes, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> my wife actually jacked a pair of bowling shoes once. I was like, what do you do? <laughs> I was like, okay, we're actually, uh, we're actually thinking about starting a bowling league. Really? 
Yeah. So we're, I mean, it's not going to be like anything serious. You know what I mean? Because you have, uh, you know, of course, you have different like levels of bowling league per se. Oh, yeah. You know, you got you got your casual people who literally it's a league like you're in a league, yeah. but literally it's a ton of people that show up and you play. Right. It's like it's an excuse to get out of the house on like a. Fr- uh, yeah, a exactly. You meet some people. Yeah. Meet some people, have a few beers, you know. Right kick back, relax, or whatever, have a good time. And then you kind of have, like, the next level where we would be at, where we want to win, but if we don't win and we throw some gutter balls, it's like whatever. Right. You know what I mean? And then you got, like, your pros. You know, those are the guys that are, like, like, like serious. Anytime I picture a yeah. pro, it somehow is, like, a clean-cut version of the Big Lebowski. You know what I mean? <laughs> he crossed the line. He's the line. Damn it, Dominic. <laughs> yeah. For real. I mean, it's just um which is fine. Yeah. Like that's that's great if if you want that. I mean, because here's the thing, like just like those people take bowling serious, I talk I took shooting pool serious. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I was <laughs> very serious. So I'm talking about where, you know, we would, we would play for money. Like we would, we would show up like on a Sunday before the place even opened and the owners would open, open the doors for us. We'd come in, they'd lock the doors and then we would go to the back rooms and, you know, shoot pool. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, some and some games were crazy. Uh, some were like a dollar a ball, five dollars a ball. You know, and you're playing, you're playing eight ball. You know what that I mean? That gets pretty intense, especially like five dollars a ball. Yeah, forty bucks a game. Right. You. Yeah. You know. So. Which I mean, I, it makes sense, like betting on the ball, if you think about it, because like, if me and you are of relatively equal skill, right. you know, it's going to get down to the eight ball or it's going to get down to where I have one ball left and the eight ball. So if you knock the eight ball in, now I owe you $10. Right. You know what I mean? Or you could run the table on somebody and then it's 40 bucks, you know, so. That, that's the thing too. Um, like I'll, I'll be honest. I'll, I've never won a game of pool against you, and I keep forgetting about the fact you're actually good at pool. <laughs> Anytime, like I'll never forget, like <laughs> first time we were playing together is at that cigar uh, bar in the back room, and like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only game I was good at was shuffleboard. <laughs> you were pretty good at shuffleboard. Yeah. No, and then I remember too. I remember too, like when we were done playing, you're like, "Dang it!" I was like. Hey, bro, don't feel bad. Like, I used to shoot lead. That's <laughs> like bearing the lead the whole time. <laughs> you know? yeah. Oh, man. That was good yeah. times. No, I just um, – yeah, man, I I really enjoyed it. So uh, – but now, you know, I'm into pretty much just going to the gym and uh, video games. 
You know what I mean? Like that's, you know, pretty simple life. Oh, and then there's hunting, of oh, course, yeah. but I mean, I don't really get to do that that that's often. Seasonal, if anything. Right, and then fishing, of course, like fishing too. Oh yeah. But again, seasonal, seasonal because the only time I'm really fishing is like spring and summer, late mid spring. Right. That's like iffy. It has to be like a warm enough day. And then in the summertime, it's early summer. And then it's early in the morning. So like from first light to about nine, ten o'clock. So only three, four hours of fishing. Oh, yeah. You know, that's a really biting too. Right. Right. Or because I'm not, you know, a lot of people will fish at night. Uh, and I'm not a huge like night fisherman. I like I like to sleep too much. Yeah, dude. I always think, like I thought it was crazy. Sometimes they got like these competitions, and they don't start to like seven or eight at night, and they go all the way to like one or two in the morning. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like you have to like prep your sleep schedule. Oh yeah. Around that, you know, you you know, you gotta like stay up really late one day so you'll sleep all day the next so then the next day you're like prepped to stay up all night are you just like downing red bulls like there's no tomorrow you know (laughs) (laughs) like oh man you don't look so good oh it's my 10th red bull bro i'm fine (laughs) actually mistook it for a poor loco in the cooler bro (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that's gonna be a fun fishing yeah. trip. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so you know, back to what we were talking about earlier, though. I did, I do wanted to tell you, I meant to tell you this earlier. So when we did go out there and we flew that kite, we flew it out there Saturday because it was like really windy, and Mel was like, "I think it's too windy," and I was like, "Too windy? <laughs> no such thing." <laughs> challenge accepted (laughs) and let me tell you um there's 500 yards uh, of of string on that spool and we maxed that bad boy out like we run it ran it all the way out five that thing was 500 yards in the air when we were flying it saturday that's that's impressive. Like, I I could imagine yeah. like you're like looking at this thing, and be like, God, I hope that doesn't fall in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Here's the thing, though, it did eventually. Like it was. I mean, we flew that thing for about 45 minutes straight, and then so it finally came down. Um, like a gust of wind like pushed it down, and I was reeling in that kite for probably like 20 minutes straight because I would reel it in. And then, I, I, but I was so far out, I had to go get the string. So I had to walk out to, you know, into the water and like find the string and then it would tug. And then I would like shift like direction, you know, really, didn't, really, didn't, really, didn't, and it would tug again. And I'd, I'd move different positions because the, the tide was essentially taking it wherever the tide was going. You know right. what I mean? But that thing's tough though. Man. It, it went down probably five, six times into the water hard landings and that thing 
took a licking and kept on ticking, my friend. No rips, no tears. A uh, little sand, washed it off, threw it in the air. Just whipping, whipped on out there and like dried off, and then it took off again. Um, so yeah, we flew that kite probably like the majority of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Then, but that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, with this, like, I'm so appreciative of the simple things. Like, that was the best $20 that I've spent on that trip. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you can now imagine you're just going to go out to Galveston now just to fly a kite, you know? Right. Like, I'm going to make this four hour trip. (laughs) I want to fly a kite. Well, because, I mean, you can fly a kite around here, but it's not the same. The way that wind whips up off the coast is insane. So. All right, guys. Well, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back after this. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Two Beards in the Pod. Uh, well, before we took break, we were talking about some of our hobbies we had, like Chase's vacation and his obsession with kites now. It's his new thing. He's a kite guy. <laughs> but uh, kite, guy. kite guy. Kite man. Worst superhero ever. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. no, but in all seriousness, um, like we were talking about your, your pool stuff, and it uh, got me thinking about like the games we used to play in the back room of that cigar shop, you know? Like that that was some pretty cool stuff for that uh, just smoking cigars and playing pool like remember all that when we were doing that yeah no for sure um it was it was a really good time and i think i you know i would honestly say uh you know that cigars could be considered one of my hobbies as well oh yeah so it, we we don't just got hunting, video games, and going to the gym. Cigars, cigars is now thrown into the pot now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, because like, just you know, just briefly, kind of touching on it, like, and you you know this to be true because we you know we spent a lot of time up there at that that cigar bar. Like, oh yeah, you can you can spend some serious money on cigars. Oh yeah. Like, um, but the, the, for the most part though, why I consider it a hobby is because I don't do it all the time for one and two, it, to me, it's a very social, you know, thing to partake. Oh, it definitely in. is. It's like you're, anytime you're like, go, like you could be going fishing or like just going to the park, you're right. chilling by the campfire. Oh, that's oh, the best. Yeah. Like when you got a couple buds. That's the best. Yeah, you, know, you just go out and have a cigar. Right. I mean, and I, I really enjoy uh, smoking a cigar like when I play a round of golf. Oh, yeah, that's a classic. I feel like I feel like that goes hand in hand like automatically. Yeah. Like, you know, you're, you're on the fairway, you know, you're about to like drive and then you take a puff of your your stogie and then you know set it down and you just hit a like a beautiful uh drive off the tee and then you're you know you're just smoking and joking pretty much like having a good time like i'm i'm picturing Uh, your golf bag right now 
there's probably more cigars and beers in that golf bag rather than putters. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like yeah, the other, other, other clubs. clubs. Like you probably got like you're like I need a nine iron and a Miller. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go to reach for a ball and pull out a yeah. cigar. Like, oh man, I guess that was my last yeah, ball. Exactly. <laughs> Oh well, I'm gonna smoke this cigar then. <laughs> yeah, good times, good times. No, I mean, um, but I just, you know, not only just the like the picking and the choosing of the cigar, but you know, f- finding like good quality equipment or whatever, like the 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 cutters. And the, oh, it can get pretty involved, honestly. Oh. Like you get the humidors, the cutters. Yeah. Uh, some people do the special lighters. Yeah. Well, and see, that's I like I said, I don't want to get too much into it because I feel like we could talk about this another time. But yeah, just you know, you have your uh, your you know torch lighters, and then some people are like, no torch lighters, just matches, right? Um, but yeah, it just, it just depends, but I feel like, I feel like, uh, it really just depends on like how much you want to get into it, just like anything else, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. So, all right, guys, well, it looks like this is all the time we have. Uh, thanks for joining us this week and until next week, y'all stay safe. That's all the time we have today. Thanks for joining us and we hope to see you next week. Until then, stay frosty.